Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Hi, Niall. I would love your opinion to this. Man to man. Mano et mano. And whatever your listeners think of it as well. My missus is three and a half months pregnant. It is our first child. Congratulations. We are in our late 30s. We have been together for 10 years. And we're never sure, we were never sure about having children, but this has happened now. And to be honest, I'm delighted. We always socialised a lot in our relationship, went to the pub a lot, etc. It never crossed my mind that uh, would be an issue if we had a kid. But Niall, my wife has not stopped drinking for the pregnancy. She's having just uh, she's having just shy of a glass of red wine most evenings. I was so shocked she continued this that I didn't know what to say at first. But I'm but I am after saying to her she should stop, and Niall, she said she would if I would too. I'm so disgusted with her. This is my child that she's carrying. Why in God's name would she want me to give up the drink? I'm not the one carrying it. What kind of woman would do this? I'm at my wit's end. Anon. So many people are christened Anon in this country that write to us. I don't know why. Oh, that's Anon Anonymous, is it? Sorry. I ain't joking. Anyway, so she's three months, three and a half months pregnant. She's still drinking. A glass of wine a night. That's nearly two bottles a week, isn't it? Roughly. What's the word? Four glasses. Of, well, it depends on how big the glass is. Uh, it's generally four glasses of wine per bottle. So it's two bottles a week of wine. Most doctors would tell you that to do that. And on a very serious note, all joking aside, drinking during pregnancy is not a good thing to do. Alcohol use during pregnancy can cause birth defects and developmental disabilities, collectively known as fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. It can also be the cause of other pregnancy problems, such as miscarriage, stillbirth, and prematurity. So that's the serious part of it. But here's the unserious part of it. She wants him to give up the drink as well. Now, Kate Middleton, I think, did this, didn't she, to Harry? When she, do, you, do you remember that, Jane? She, she kind of gave him a bit of an ultimatum. There was a load of list of rules when she got pregnant. Anyway, he's got a point. Why should he have to give up drinking? He's not pregnant. She's the one who's pregnant. But is it irresponsible to drink while you're pregnant? Or is it okay to have a few glasses? Or if you're a smoker, is it okay to keep smoking every now and again? Because I know women who did, who just kept smoking and drinking during the pregnancy. They said everything was fine. But you take a risk. Is a huge risk involved. So the question is, is she being irresponsible drinking, you know, a glass of wine a night while she's pregnant? And is he right? Is she being grossly irresponsible? Or is she right and saying he should be supporting her by stopping drinking as well for the nine months or almost 10 months, 40 weeks? All right, let's go to Sean. Sean, hi, how are you? Hi, Noel, how are you? Good. Sean, I mean, is she being irresponsible by still continuing to drink a glass of red wine every night? Well, I don't think so, Noel. Um, because you know we have three kids, Noel, and um, my partner had um, a few beers on on each occasion of the kids, and um, we went out regularly, Noel, mm. and we went out, you know, twice a week, um, and we did go out twice a week. Um, I don't, I, I think it's all bullshit, Noel. To be honest, well, well, um, now, well, now, to be fair, it's not all bullshit because the evidence is there that drinking is a risk during pregnancy. There's, you know. Well, everything is a risk, Noel. You know, they say, you know... Yeah, but you want to reduce you know, the risks, don't you? Well, as I say, 
there was never a problem uh, with my kids. And thankfully, never a thankfully, there. yeah, thankfully. No, I'm not thanking anybody. There wasn't, you know. I'm not. No, I'm not thanking anybody. Um, I'm just saying how it is, Noel. You know. Um, so what? It, he it, is it, he being controlling, telling her to not be drinking? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really do. I absolutely do. Yeah, of course I do. Mm. You know. Well, it was good enough for the goose. It's good enough for the, the gander as well. So, um, yeah. You know. Um, I know there's know, women I, who I still would, smoke as well while they're pregnant too. Oh, oh, that's that's what my partner done as well. She smoked. So she know? was smoking um, and drinking throughout her pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, uh, Sean, I, I'm delighted your kids are all okay. I know they're all grown up now and everything else. And I'm delighted they're all okay and everything worked out fine. But that's not always the case. I mean, there is actual evidence there that drinking and smoking can cause birth defects, development and disabilities. Um, it's called a, a fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. You know what I mean? It can oh, cause I miscarriage, think, stillbirths. I, I, I think everything in oil is a risk, you know, and, you, you know, sure, if you piss less now, it's a risk when you're pregnant that, that, that you know, um, you, you're, you know, you can have a problem with your child. So, you know, so what are risks? Well, you know, everybody takes a risk. Every, you know, life is life. You don't, you, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't expect my partner to stop her life just because she was having kids, Noel. You know. No, but you, um, but you adjust your life when you're pregnant, obviously. Oh, yeah, she didn't drink as heavy, Noel. I, I get that. She didn't smoke as heavy, but she still smoked and she still drank. You know, and that, that's that's what a lot of people done back then, Noel. You know, hands. Mm. Um, yeah, well, that was back then. Yeah, my mother probably did the same. Probably smoked sixty cigarettes a day. But but here, but here's the thing. Yeah, but what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm much wrong with me. Nothing. Yeah, you know, but, but yeah, but but hang on, hang on. The mortality rate for childbirth was a lot higher then. In other words, you know, children did die, and we know more now. So it's now a safer time to have children because we take we don't take as many chances anymore. Ah, oh, sure. Jesus, no. If we didn't take chances, we'd be all dead. You know, um, it's, it's, that's that's the way I see it. Um, I I, I don't see. I don't, and I, and I disagree uh, for, to, to, to the length that. You know, anybody should tell anybody what to do just because they're pregnant, Noel, you know. Um, it is his know, baby too, you know. I know she's carrying it, but oh, it is yeah, his baby as well. You know, I would never have told my missus, look, you want to stop drinking or you want to stop smoking, you know. Um, like I say to you, you know, it's... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not I, I just don't agree with it, Noel. You know, mm. I just don't think he has... Um, I don't think he has a leg to stand on here, to be honest. You know? Right, you just think he's being controlled. Um, well, so, well, hang on, stay there. Let me just go to Jennifer. Jennifer, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? There you go. Sean thinks he's being yeah. controlling by even suggesting it to her. Yeah, well, I think as in, as in everything in life, I think moderation is the key word. And to be honest, there's no evidence that drinking moderately during pregnancy causes any risk of adverse outcome. A glass of wine sometimes may even reduce heart disease. So, you know, a single glass, is not, it's not enough to expose the fetus to alcohol in the womb. Well, I, I'm not a doctor, but according to doctors, and I'm reading here, doctors advise avoiding alcohol during pregnancy is the safest option. He sa- they go on to say there is no proven safe amount of alcohol a woman can drink during pregnancy. If you drink alcohol during her pregnancy, some alcohol will pass through the placenta into your baby. And the more you drink, the greater the risk. That's just the evidence. Yeah. Well, you know, There's the old saying, doctors differ and patients die, Nile. Uh, you know, yeah, but I'm assuming they know more than we do. You know what I mean? Pardon? They no, know. That's, 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 that's okay, Nile, in saying that. But the fact of the matter is that doctors are always going to warn you about everything and anything. You know, 
But if we listen to everything, Noel, that doctor said, should we be all dead? You know, if that's the case. For fuck's sake, like, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, life is for living. Um, I don't believe a woman just has to stop her life and stop her social life and stop having a beer here and there. And, and you know, look, if they want to smoke and if they want to smoke, if they want to drink, they have to, you know, they can have a drink. Um, I don't, I don't believe this. Okay, but, 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 but sorry, can I ask Jennifer, Jennifer, do you have children yourself? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. I have I have three children okay. and I've grandchildren. And did you smoke um, or drink during your pregnancy? Um, well, I probably had the occasional drink. I wouldn't have like I'm I'm of the old stock. I mean, I'm over seventy now. So okay. back in the day, Jeez, Jennifer, was, you don't you know, sound over no seventy. <laughs> Thank you very much. But you know, I come from the the old stock, as I say. My my mother, when she was pregnant, she was told uh, a glass of stout. No, that's stout right. Yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah. That a, a glass of stout a day it would be good for her iron levels. They even actually gave it to them when they were in the return to hospital. Would you believe? Mm. So. You know, they do. Like opinions change all the time, and I think. Moderation is the key word. I I don't believe in going out and getting hammered when when you're. But by by all means, a glass of wine it can help sometimes uh, with, mm. with 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 pregnancies. You know, pregnancies can be very hard to deal with. You know, sometimes uh, people can have very very hard time both psychologically and physically. Oh. You know. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I I don't understand. Sorry, Sean. What are you trying to say there, to Jennifer? So what are you trying to say? I'm not saying there was Jennifer said, and fair play to her, and Jesus, she sounds great for 70. Well, well done, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, to be honest with you, we both sound like we're insulting her now because I don't know whether you're meant to fall apart when you're 70. I don't know. I thought she was a young one. I'm being honest. But the fact of the matter is, I'm seeing what Jennifer says. Now, my, there's no one of us, Noel. My, my mother was throwing out kids. Um, there was, you know, <laughs> throwing out was, kids. No, I'm just saying, there was nothing like there was today, Noel, back then. You know, there's none of these vaccinations that we have today, and there was none of this this cod's wallop of, oh, don't do this, don't do that. Life was life back then, Noel, as we know it. And, you know, she, there's nine of us, Noel. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with nine of us. The, the whole of us are good, healthy kids. We went on to good, half healthy kids. Like, and so why? Where is the... Where it is? Where is the evidence? Where is the evidence? You cannot drink... You cannot smoke when you're pregnant. I'd love to see it. You know, they say it. They all, of course they're going to say it. Of course they are. But the fact of the matter is, my mother drank like a lunatic and smoked like a lunatic back then. And I do remember it. You know, and every one of my brothers and sisters, not my mother's now. Yeah, my, yeah hold on a second. My, my, well, I, as you know, I'm adopted. My, my biological mother, or my adoptive mother, the reason I was adopted was because she smoked a lot. And she had like four miscarriages. That's why she ended up adopting me, right? So what I'm saying is, now I'm not saying that's the reason for her miscarriages. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But alcohol does increase the risk of miscarriage. It does. Well, should, like I said, back in the 70s and the 80s and the 60s and 70s and 80s, there, you know, women were having kids. Like there was no tomorrow. They were drinking and smoking like lunatics. That's my point. Yeah, and, and, I, and, I've just, and I've just given the, the evidence to rebut that the mortality rate was higher. Babies died more. There were more stillbirths. There were more miscarriages than there is now. So what I'm saying to you is, it does have an effect. 
Well, well in, in excess, any anything in excess can do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I yeah I mean, I, I, you're right, Jennifer, in excess. But Sean, when you went out with your missus while she was pregnant and you were going out socialising, did she ever get drunk? Oh, she did, Noel. Of course she did. You're not going to be a lawyer to say that she didn't. I don't know. People, I don't know. She's an easy drunk. Like, you know, she'd have three points, Noel. She'd be locked. You know, um, <laughs> so, uh, she's pass. a cheap night out, isn't she? Yeah, I wouldn't What are you doing, Sean? Your phone has gone all muffly, but what are you I don't know what you're doing there to your phone? Oh, no, there is no clear evidence, though, to suggest that drinking small amounts of alcohol during pregnancy is harmful, and there is absolutely no clear evidence. I I'm, I'm going to dis- I'm going to dispute no, that. I think getting drunk and falling down drunk and and I like I, I don't agree with that at all. I just want to be clear. Well, that's what I think. Uh, it's half an amount of alcohol. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I well, think they're drinking vodka. I think they're drinking bottles of vodka and, and bottles of whiskey now these days, and they're, they're fucking lunatics. You know, they're going around dancing and going out to nightclubs. You know, that's I think what the problem is mm. these days. Um, a lot yeah, of a lot of difference between back then to, to to what today is, you know, um, you know, they're all smoking hash and they're doing drugs now when they're pregnant. Sir. Yeah, but, but that doesn't know? make it right. I'm looking here, okay. It says there is no well accepted scientific evidence that low or moderate levels of alcohol consumption during pregnancy, even in the first few days or weeks after conception, cause fetal uh, alcohol syndrome or other associated problems. That's just what I said now. Mm, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that, that's from the National amounts, Institute of though. Health. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it is small amounts, though. We're talking maybe a glass of wine, not not a bottle. Yeah, but Sean's missus was getting drunk. Well, she's three no. points is not an awful lot of fucking oh. drinkers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird she was going out drinking a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I went to the Take that, that concert in the Crow Park going back about 10 years ago and there was a young one in front of me. I'd say she was about 27 and she was. I'd say she looked nine months pregnant and she was absolutely hammered. And I was up at the gods, yeah, right? And she had two pints, you know, the plastic pints in her hand, swinging and dancing, standing up on the steps. I that's, said, oh my God, she's going, going to, I said, yeah. she's going to fall. She's just going to fall. <laughs> That's, that's, that's oh, the God. 2023 we live in today, yeah. Let me go to Paul. Paul, hi, how are you? Hiya, how are you, Niall? Yeah, I'm listening to all this oh. here. And I, I started off with one opinion. Jennifer's kind of switching me around a little bit, but now Sean's not. But Jennifer is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, now come here, listen. I'm going to be very honest about it. You know, I've got three kids and, you know, I still have a partner. I live on my own for two years, but... At the time that when I met me, the one of my kids, you know, I was there eight years. And look, at, I went to treatment to put off the drink and all that I did. But when I lived with her and my son was born, couldn't stop me drinking. Couldn't stop her drinking. Couldn't do anything like that, to be honest with you. you know? And when I mean drinking, the one of my kids, yes, she drank. Not every day. Probably Monday, Tuesday, go off on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Yeah, drank a lot. Drank a fucking lot. I smoked a lot as well, you know. And yeah, probably on the other hindsight, as they call it, on the other side, got away with it. But my son, right, he's born with emphysema he was on his lung. You know, and 
Well, that's not good for a child to have uh, emphysema. Now, I don't know if that's had to do with the drink or not, but... No, yeah. no, no, I'm not saying that. It's, yeah. It's to do with drink, but... Yeah. We thought you had a heart murmur. I mean, we were in the hospital and you were like, you know, um, like, it's a, he's bleeding or whatever. But they send all the, the x-rays to the Armour Street Hospital over in London, right, and come back to the emphysema. And they're like... How, how how can you get emphysema with something? As a people? child, yeah, you yeah. Know? As a child, you know, and... Well, and uh, they put it down to the smoking. Yeah, yeah, hereditary smoking, yeah. Hereditary smoking, they put it down to, you know. Nice. But it's not good for people to do that, but at the same point, I just want to ring up tonight to say, you know, women can have a drink, men can have a drink. And like I said to you, I'm not going to sit here in the phone and say to you, you know, I'm proud of that because I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm fucking 45 this year. I'm an alcoholic. I couldn't change what I was. You know, I got myself through treatment. I got myself my own home. I love I, I love my home and have my kids back in my life. But in the same point, like, I'm just trying to say, like, like you know, you can get in a relationship with somebody. You can be with them for years. And you can be with someone for two or three years before you know it. The woman's pregnant, and you're going to sit there and say, well, listen, you can't have a drink anymore. You know, you can't change somebody else's life. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not saying you can, and maybe Sean is right. Maybe it's a bit controlling to turn around to your missus and say you need to stop drinking now, but maybe your missus should just know that. Yeah. I mean, we we don't live in 1970 anymore. We live now in 2023 where we're, we're so much more aware of the dangers of smoking and drinking during pregnancy you'd have to be stupid not to understand this risk. Yeah. Is, is that not a good point as well, Jennifer, that, you know, we're so knowledgeable. Like, for example, people generally, hopefully, don't take up smoking anymore because we right. now know that, you know, smoking is a huge risk. You know, in the sure. 70s, when I started smoking in the 70s, we didn't know those things. We just started smoking and we thought it was cool. But now we all know Same that. Here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Why do you still, do you still smoke, Jennifer? No, no, I gave them up 20 years ago. Well, good for you. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, w- I went to give them up again today. <laughs> I said, "I'm giving them up. That's it." And I was going down to the shop for something else. And as I was getting the something else at the counter, I just happened to say to the guy, "20 bottle red player, please, too." And he put them in the bag. And I walked out of the shop and I said, "I'm at the buying cigarettes. That's just a habit of buying them." I had stopped. I told myself I was going to stop today, and it was just a habit. Mm, it's really hard. Oh, they are oil. Um, Me. I gave the cigarettes up there two years ago, Noel, and I ended up in, in a very bad way. Um, chest infections all the time, Noel. Um, I, I know, I know. I, you're right. And I know people that's happened to, by the way. They ended up with a cough after they gave up smoking because they say that's your lungs cleaning out or something like that or whatever. I don't well, know. Well, they say that, Noel, but I ended up going back on them in the first... Uh, well, back in the oh, you went back on them? I, I did, Noel. I, yeah, I, I, I actually had... You know, and I'm still smoking, Noel, and I, I don't like it. I don't, of course I don't. But... How long am I back on them? Now, the chat I was talking to, how long is he back on them? Ah, it's just, you know, I only gave them up for two months, two and a half months, and I was in bits, and, and, and I, gave, I went straight back on them, like, you know, so. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'm not smoking, easy. Not easy. No, yeah. not at all. I'm smoking to, nearly 20 years now, so, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah and, and Jennifer, did you just go cold turkey? I did. I did at the time. I mean, there was none of these vapes or anything out then. Uh, I, I, 
I gave them up. Actually, I was in support of my sister, who was a heavier smoker than I was, and she asked me, would I support her? Because at that time, you could you could have a, a cigarette while you're having a drink, you know, in yeah. pubs and that. Yeah. And I, I said, OK, I, I'm not a heavy smoker, but I will give them up to support you. Uh, went out to the loo that night, and there she was puffing away after <laughs> me, spending a whole week. Uh, off the cigarettes, butcher. That's another story. But you know, get, getting back to what you're saying about the education we have today, it's true. It's true, Nile. But if, if, like you've just checked there, there's no clear evidence that a small amount of alcohol, like a glass of wine, would do any harm. And just speaking to my daughter, there, she's just recently had uh, a baby, and she's breastfeeding, and she was told uh, initially, you know, with the other children that she breastfed, if you're having a drink. Uh, pump and dump, pump and dump. So in What's other words, pump and get dump? rid of the milk. Oh, the milk. And now they're saying, yeah, the milk. Sorry, yeah. The, and the how long does the alcohol milk. stay in the milk for? Twenty-four hours or well, whatever. I don't know. Well, you tell tell me now. You don't. You don't need to do that at all. So you know. Minds have been changed all the time. The mindset all so, of the time. I'm thinking so. So know. if the baby, if the baby is. If the baby is sucking on the breast of a non-drinker, is that alcohol-free milk? <laughs> that is the way it is. Zero. <laughs> Zero breast milk. <laughs> it is, but apparently if you have a glass of wine, you don't have to do all this pumping and dumping. You know, right, you can okay. actually Sounds feed like your baby yeah. an hour afterwards and it's absolutely harmless, you know. Mm. So you just don't know what to believe, Niall, you know. And like the, the, I say, the, the, the keyboard. Yeah. Mm, sorry, Sean, go ahead very quickly, Gwen. Well, yeah. the fact of the matter is, like the the, the guy that, that that actually said this, um, and that was originally saying to his girl that she should give up drinking, and she said to him, "Give up drinking." I, I think that was a fair call, you know. If he's going to be, if he, if he's saying it to her, and and she said it back to him, I think that's a fair call, you know. And and I really do think that's a fair call. It wouldn't be fair on him going out in the piss with his mates while she's sitting there and she's no. You know, she's drinking lemonade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I yeah. get you. I think well, well, listen, it's been nice talking to you, Paul. Thank you very much indeed. Sean, thanks very much indeed. And Jennifer, thank you very much indeed. By the way, loads of people are texting in, Jennifer. They don't believe you're seventy, but there you go. Right. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Nice talking to you, nine. Okay, you too, Jennifer. Okay. Anyway, let me go to Martin. Martin, hi. Well, I would say first off, personally, I don't believe that moderate consumption and I mean when I say moderate I mean quite moderate it's only my personal opinion that moderate consumption you know a glass of wine two glasses of wine a week there are many cultures where women will drink two or three glasses of wine a week and are pregnant and it doesn't seem to show a problem the issue is that women are born with every egg they will ever produce yep. they're already born with them <clears throat> now Men, on the other hand, we produce sperm on an ongoing basis. Now, yes, of course, overconsumption of alcohol is detrimental to the development of a fetus. It's, not, it's also that, detrimental that's, that's, to sperm, by the way, can I point out too? Yeah. That's exactly the point. Yeah. It's detrim- it is detrimental to sperm, both, to the, both in quality terms, to the, to the shape of the sperm, the motility of the sperm, the health of the sperm. But there is, I can't remember what it was, early this year or late last year, I think it was this year. Oh, yeah, being a nerd, and you know, kind of, you know, off, off out in the, in the, in, in my own head in the wilderness, walking around, I sign up to all kinds of universities and, you know, colleges, whatever research groups who 
will publish, who will send publications to, they'll send you information. Just they, they, they do it. You no, know, yes, they, they try to sell you things as well. I'm not really interested in buying, but if they're good enough to send me something that they found or a, mm. a, a recent report or research, but uh, it, it was, I'm sure it was from Texas A&M University. And they found that men who overindulged in alcohol before fertilizing, and I don't mean just going on a weekend binge, I mean, you know, men who are, who are habitually um, heavy consumers of alcohol, it has an effect on the sperm, not just on the, on the quality and the motility and the shape of the sperm, but on the actual genetics of the sperm. And they found that it has, and it can have, not in every case, of course, but it can have an effect on the brain the uh, the cranial features, the shape of the skull, and other skeletal features. It also, I'm reading here, it also has a dramatic effect on hormone levels. Uh, alcohol can also inhibit the function of the testes, and also. And when you're cheating. I know. You're I'm checking sh- the internet now. Well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember this. I'm, I'm, I'm 63 years of age, and you're checking it now on the internet. That's not fair. <laughs> You're stealing, you're stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> it also stops sperm from sperm from developing developing properly and reducing the sperm's ability to move towards the. Yeah, egg. When, when when was that study? No, I, I, Can you I see it there? no, I, I'm looking here. Okay, this is only on Drink Aware, so um, oh. yeah, I don't I don't actually know when the study was. So you're not looking at the actual Texas A and M study, are you? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, sorry, I, I take that back. Then you're not stealing my thunder. <laughs> um, no, but do, do, do you get my point? I mean, what, what I'm saying is, you know, before before people start kind of demonising or vilifying women who who might take a glass of wine or a glass of beer or even a, even a, an occasional short, you know, let's let's look at ourselves as well because we're contributing half of the DNA that goes to that goes into actually producing that child. You know, the the, the production of the production of sperm. It's a biological process, and that biological process can be affected by all kinds of radiation, um, you know, things in the environment, all kinds of things, lead. So alcohol will also have an effect, not just to the point where, well, some sperm will make it, some won't. Some of those sperm that make it and that actually manage to fertilize an egg, it seems can carry... um, Genetic, you know, things where, the, where the, the, the genetic material has been damaged by the overconsumption of alcohol. And that's all, it's only a recent study. As I say, I can't remember what it was last year or early this year. Yeah, I, I do. I do I, hang on. I do vaguely remember that study. It was researched by Dr. Michael Golding's laboratory in Texas A&M University. And it indicated that male alcohol use has a significant and, negative... And I, if, you're, if you're remembering his name, now you're checking the internet. Come on. Come I am. On, I am. I am checking the It indicated that male alcohol use has a significant negative influence on VTO fertilization or IVF success yeah. rates. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, let's be fair here. You know, it's not, it's not all, it's not all the response, or it's not all the woman's responsibility. You know, we carry a, a high degree of responsibility. Now, I know you'll be able to kind of stand back and say, well, <laughs> it's not, it's no effect on you because you were never a drinker. I, I hold my hand up. I'm a, I'm a drinker. I still drink. I, I like to drink now and again, and I make no apology for it. Um. But I, I just I I don't think it's fair for 
for anyone to say, oh, women, you know, they, they shouldn't drink at all or whatever else. But, but here's it, the thing, but if a, if, if a young couple are struggling to conceive, right, and, and some couples do struggle to conceive, right, yeah. it might take them a little bit of time, you know, they'll go to a doctor and the doctor will say to the, 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 the man, do you smoke, do you drink? To the woman, do you smoke, do you drink? They're the first things they usually say. And the bloke will say, yeah, I'm smoking 20 cigarettes a day, I might have a few beers. Okay, if you want to get pregnant, you need to stop that. At least stop it until you get pregnant. So, And the guy might go, okay, I'll do that. So then the woman gets pregnant. And then the doctor might say, well, look, it's not advisable to drink, take paracetamol, take antibiotics, whatever it is while yeah. you're pregnant. So then that's her responsibility at that point, isn't it? No, I, I, I take that on board, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, um, the, the, there is, of course, that, that, that contingent or that cohort of, of couples who have difficulty conceiving. But there is also you know, that, that large collection of couples who don't have a problem conceiving. But it's the man's responsibility to start thinking about, you know, I have a, I have a part to play here as well. I'm contributing half the material that will go into That's a terrible way to put it. But basically, you know, I'm providing half the, the actual DNA and the material that will go into that, that, that child after fertilization and the development so men have a responsibility and a part to play in this as well. Now I know it's only it's 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 only just you know it's new new research and who knows where it could go. I mean you know fifty sixty years ago I remember when 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 my mother I think somebody mentioned it earlier on when my mother was pregnant on um, my two younger sisters I have two younger sisters mm. and on each of them she was advised to drink. This obnoxious concoction that was called milk stout. Okay, it was a mixture of milk and Guinness. I can't imagine anything more revolting. <laughs> but that was that was the medical that was the medical advice. Oh, I know, but, but, doc, but your doctors told everybody to drink a glass of Guinness a day. It'd be good for you. Actually, stay there, Martin, just for a second. I want to go to Adam too before I go to our guest this evening. Adam, hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You? Good, Adam. I mean, is this guy a bit controlling, telling his missus not to be drinking wine while she's pregnant? No, I don't think so at all. This is a subject that really riles me up. Okay. At the end of the day, if you cannot sacrifice nine months of your life to do the absolute best you can to give your unborn child the best possible start in life without causing any additional risk, what kind of a parent are you going to be for the next 18 or 20 years? Good point. I mean, I was, unfortunately, with my partner at the Coombe Hospital in April of this year, we were over the moon that we she was pregnant. We went for all of our midwife appointments, went for our scan. And then they called in um, a senior midwife telling us they just wanted to point out the limbs, telling us all the limbs are perfect. And I knew something was wrong. And then they got to the skull and he had ananthalysis, yep. something like that. Anyway, the skull didn't develop. Yep. The brain was coming out of, out of his skull. And we were then took him for a very difficult decision. Do we go full term and allow him to have three or four minutes of life? I think the longest ever survivor is eight days. Um, or do we, do we terminate? And we had to make that decision and we decided to terminate so that he didn't have to suffer. And when we went in for that prearranged four days in hospital so that she could give birth naturally and we could meet our little boy. We went out for some fresh air and I shit you not, 
there was a woman stood there, nine and a bit months pregnant, waiting to go in for a C-section if it wasn't born within a few days. And she was complaining that she had to leave hospital grounds to smoke a cigarette and drink a can of lager. Now, obviously, my partner's having a breakdown because she's saying, why are we losing our baby and your... Yeah, and she's and, and your woman, partner's doing everything right. Time, yeah. yeah, every time I went outside, she was stood there with a cigarette. Like, if you cannot sacrifice nine months of your life, and I understand what the, the guy before is saying, like, the, the men have a part to play, but we have a part to play before a baby has been conceived. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know you're conceiving a baby. It, it just happens. But to knowingly do something that may, just may, cause an issue to that baby. Most pregnant women wouldn't get in a car and let somebody drive them down a country road at 120 miles an hour whilst they're pregnant because it may have an accident and injure that baby. So why would you put yourself in a position that you may or may not, but there's a chance that you may damage that child? That's a really good point. And and Martin, you know, Jennifer was on before the break and she said there is no evidence that a moderate amount of alcohol has any damage to the fetus. But Adam makes a good point. We said there was no evidence 40, 50 years ago that smoking caused real problems in health. We now know it does. And Adam makes a good point. It may. We may in the future find out actually alcohol, even a small amount, can can be a risk. It's, so why put yourself at that risk? It's an It's an excellent point. Absolutely excellent point. Well made. And by the way, Adam, I'm very sorry to hear that you lost your child, by the way. As I'm on, I, I entirely you. agree. As, as You know, I can't imagine a pregnant woman getting into a car and not using a seatbelt. You know, I, I absolutely agree. All I'm saying is that, you know, and, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, it happens. We're, we're all wrong now and again. Um, I do agree, yes, minimise to the to the best you can any possibility of anything going wrong. Um, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, and I entirely understand Adam, isn't it? Adam's point of Adam, view? Adam, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I entirely understand Adam's point of view. Um, but all I'm saying is that, you know, n- new evidence and research, and it's, it's, it's fairly new, and it's, it's in its infancy, if you pardon the pun, the research. Who knows where it will go as to what, what, what problems can, and it seems it's certainly to do with overindulgence in alcohol, not moderate indulgence, indulgence with alcohol mm-hmm. for men before a woman becomes pregnant. And I'm just saying that there is, a, there is another side to the conversation. You know, I hear this regularly, people, all oh, women, this, women, that, women, the other. And I'm, no, I'm not a feminist. Well, I'm probably an old-style feminist. I wouldn't be, wouldn't be one of these modern, new wave, you know, yeah. feminist retreads. Um like I, I I think that there's another side to the conversation that people have to consider. That's that's all I'm saying on the matter. Really. Yeah, I I, I I understand what you're saying too, Martin, and I kind of agree with both of you in some sense, but I, I have to be honest, when I hear Adam's story and for anybody out there that's lost a child, it must Absolutely. be heartbreaking. Absolutely. Particularly in Absolutely. that situation for for a fatal fetal abnormality. I mean it must be yeah, so I difficult and, and a very difficult decision to make too in, in that situation. Indeed. No matter what side can of the fence. Can I just point something else out as yeah. well? Yeah. Just in relation to the actual email. People keep on saying about moderate drinking whilst pregnancy, right? And do you know something? The odd glass of wine. Look, 
is it going to cause damage? I don't know. I wouldn't do it. My partner wouldn't do it. But she never drank at all. The minute she found out she was pregnant, or even before she found out, when she thought she might be, she just refused to drink, even if people said, I'll have a shandy because mm. we were on holiday. Um, I just go back to that original email, though. Is 800 units of alcohol during a pregnancy moderate drinking? No. Because that's what a glass of wine per night during that pregnancy is. It's 800 units of alcohol. Listen, lads, on that note, I'm going to have to leave it. Adam, thank you very much indeed. Martin, thank you very much indeed for joining us this evening. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.